Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudir. Today is May 18, 2022. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Ready and PC has been conducting calls, conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer so that we can give you preference. Ram? Hey, Rahul and team. Uh, thanks for uh, doing this and uh, appreciate all the help. So uh, my knees, uh, so I applied for 485 in December, 2020, uh, downgraded to EP3, uh, it was an amendment. So um, so interfiled uh, in March and in April it was moved to NBC uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I got the receipt notice from NBC as well. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I see that today morning uh, it says it's approved. The 485J is approved. So I filed the 485J. So does that mean uh, the green card will get approved or is there uh, a lot of, there could be a lot of gap between you know, going from 485J approved to GC card produced? Just want to check with you. It, it's definitely a good news though. It's definitely a good news though. But can I confirm your green card is immediately approved? No there's a good chance that it'll be approved within like anywhere between one month to three months, nine, 80% chance. Okay. Yeah. My, my, P, my PD is October, 2012, just to add that into the mix, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. So that does not mean that 485J is approved because when I see the status on that, it is not changed. Uh, it just say that, says that the fingerprints have been accepted. Uh, you mean to say 485? 485 is not approved, you mean to say? Yeah, yeah. I don't see 485J approved. When I check the standard, no, but 485J wait, 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 wait. is approved. So 485 is not approved. 485J is approved. You have yeah. very good chance in about next 30 to 40 days, the 485 will be approved. But okay. is there a chance that it can stay there for almost one year? Yes, there is a chance. Okay. Next person, please. All right. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Imai? Himai? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, Mr. Reddy. Thanks for uh, allowing me to speak. Um, um, I'll give you a little bit of my background. Um, My current status is is H-1B. Uh, My wife Mm -hmm. and I, we got married in December of 2020. She's a citizen Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. she she is currently a student, so she doesn't have an income. And Mm -hmm. we we filed, or I-130, 485, um, 765, 131, all concurrent filing um, last year in August. 
Um, mm -hmm. My 764, or sorry, 765 was approved uh, a couple of days ago. I also received my combo card. Um, mm -hmm. My dilemma now is um, the affidavit of support, I-864 form. Um, we used my income because my wife, even though being the sponsor, she doesn't have an income. So we used my- I am, Yeah, I got the point. Go ahead with the question though. Um, so if I use my EAD card, um, I, that means I will have to essentially um, get out of H-1B status. That's a, um, that is right. Does that cause any implications for my pending uh, 485 petition? And are there any forms that I have no, to fill, file? No, with? no, it will it will not cause any problems for your 485 application. You you don't have to file any forms with the USCIS because of this. Okay, and it doesn't even uh, so does it put me out of status because I'm leaving my H1B status? No, sir. You will be in adjustment of status. It will not put you out of status. Next person, please. Thank you. Chandra. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, so I am on my H1B and my H1B extended, extended until 2025. Um, mm -hmm. So I went to India and while coming back, um, my spouse's I-94 is extended until 2025 mm -hmm. at uh, JFK. Mm -hmm. um, so my question is, do, we, do I have to file her uh, 539 form? to extend her H-4 now, even though her I-94 is extended. When is your H-1B expiring? Uh, mine is expiring July, 2025. No, sir, you do not have to extend her. She's good. You don't have to file I-539. So she will be in her H-4 status until her I-94 I expires, correct? You are absolutely right, sir. Okay, and just letting you know that I, I got lucky that uh, the CBP at JFK for some reason, they extended my uh, wife's I-94. No, they, no, they're doing it for a lot of people, not just for you, though. Okay. You're okay. not lucky. Because I follow your videos and you said the margarita switch. So I was planning to go to Mexico, but luckily I got it okay. uh, JFK. So I want to thank you there. Well, it's just a travel, though. The Mexico, we tell you, is that the people's visa expires. They can't go to India, though. If your oh, wife's okay. visa is valid, you don't go to Mexico. Do you get my point? Let's right, say, for right. example, if your wife visa is valid, you can go to Mexico. You don't have to go to in India. If you go to India, a lot of people's passport stamp expires. That's the reason we tell them to go to Mexico. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Okay, then. Next person, please. Ritendra. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, uh, currently, I'm on F1 status. Uh, recently, mm -hmm. I got scammed by a fake offer letter and they, mm -hmm. they sent me a fake fraud check and I deposited it in my bank account. Then as soon as I realized it was fake, I reported to the uh, bank and they, they complained on behalf of me as a victim. So mm -hmm. um, the bank people said, um, uh, sometimes they may, gonna, they may call me or they may do some investigation kind of stuff. So... Oh, I'm planning to visit India, you know, in July. So does this affect my status? Sir? No. Why, why would the fake the offer letter and check? I didn't understand what's the reason. What, what are they trying so, to achieve? Just for my general knowledge. Though. Okay. So uh, they said like um, uh, they're going to send me a check to purchase office equipment. So uh, they sent me a, a check. 
I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand. Okay. What they're trying to do with you? So uh, they. This, they if, 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 if I'm frauding somebody, I'm getting something back, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to what. understand. Yeah. So that's what. Um, so they, they 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 gave me some others account. They said uh, uh, the guy is a vendor, so I have to transfer the the check amount to. Ah, ah, ah. So yeah, that's oh, okay. Ah, no, I'm not expecting any problem. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Next person. Oh, I need to be aware of. If possible, though, can you yeah. can you email me the the any of the things what you did? Email yeah, me sure. things I so that I can put on my Facebook and make sure other people are aware of it. Okay. And I will yeah, delete definitely. your name. Okay. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Give me the copy Pringa. of the check if you have it too. Next person, please. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Rahul Garu. Thanks for your time. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, in 2020, uh, I was with employee uh, A with the priority date of 2012, sorry, 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, I filed the adjustment of status downgrade application. 140 is approved, what, 80 is approved. What's your priority date, you said? Uh, April 2014, sir. Okay, keep going. And in February 2022, uh, so employer B offered me a concurrent H1 concurrent job. So I was doing uh, uh, multiple jobs uh, as a part time on the second job uh, from February of 2022. And the question is like basically now the dates are moved. I was thinking about refile uh, under EB2 category. So do I need to mention the concurrent employment on refile 485? And uh, the follow-up um, question is, do you have to go with your employer lawyer or can you choose your own lawyer? Employer lawyer only. I called you, but uh, they're not allowing me uh, to choose the different lawyers. You can do one thing, file it, don't inform it, and file a supplement to the USCIS saying that you're working with other company too. There's something okay. called interfiling that you can do. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. And uh, the second question is basically in the yesterday's videos, you're kind of referring that uh, there could be chance of scheduling an interview for these type of scenarios. If yes, what are the chances of rejecting the 485? Did I you didn't, see any? I didn't, I didn't said that, I didn't said that more, more probability of, uh, give me one second, guys. Okay. okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I didn't said that you have high probability of getting the interview. What I said is that when you will be interviewed though, I would like you to take a lawyer because they're getting confused. They don't understand how, why people can, how people can work for two employers at the same time. Okay. 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 Got it. Thank you. Let me see. Uh, Any other questions you have? Uh, that's all, sir. Next person, please. Arav. Arav, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Um, so I have a question. Thanks, uh, Rahul, for giving me the opportunity. So this is uh, regarding uh, the transferring of from H1B to L1A. My employer mm-hmm. is saying, basically, you know, I put my resignation and they are saying, you know, they're going to do this transfer. I have, I am a manager right now, uh, but I was not an active manager in India, but I did some managerial work there. So what they are saying is, since you do not have any proofs in the system, 
we will have the affidavit uh, make and then you know uh, show you as a international manager so i am concerned about it so i mean even though i was a manager but not in the system when i was in india so should i take what what do, what do you mean not in the system what do you mean system i mean no one was reporting to me but i was a kind of uh, you know doing a project management there so you're a functional manager there kind of kind of like for example in our office we have an accountant nobody is under her but we are all under her within her function as an accounting she is a manager okay. so those probabilities are very less to get the l1a approved though okay but you okay. can always try so what what is the concern that you have though so i so they so they are saying in the like you know i was reading on the web and they asked for a solid proof and there is a lot of scrutiny there and that's where i was coming my question is coming like if they are giving a affidavit like i was a manager in india will there be but they do not have any system proof they are i mean they they don't but, have but, any but my main problem that comes is that in the ds160 form and you got the h1b did you say you are a manager no no in h1b no i don't want no nah, no sir i don't want you to now say you are a manager because you are contradicting ds164 even my even my the extension h1b extension which was filed recently doesn't have doesn't have saying it like i am a manager no sir i don't want you to mention it right now because you don't want to contradict yourself and get into trouble okay okay, okay. Okay. next next another, question another please. another question just link to the four just for my information so i mm-hmm. was reading somewhere like in the previous 3 years i should be out of country is that previous that 3 uh, year timeline starts from the date of the filing of l1a or it starts when no. i entered into us you entered into usa but you must be continuing working for the same company though there are different rules if you were working for a different company okay Okay, but okay. I have a, by my I one forty approved that doesn't make anything different, right? Even though, like as you mentioned, if my H one has a different role and I am going in a different role, so that doesn't make any difference. Even if I have, my it's I-140. not the H one B, it's not the I one forty. This is the problem. It's what did you mention in the labor certification in your previous job? If you mentioned that you're a software developer, now you're telling you're a manager. Well, you which you have you you signed both of those things. One of my one must be wrong and either of those things will put your h1b out everything out next person please okay lin clon hello yeah thanks for taking my question i have a, a priority date of september 2013 and uh, my uh, eb2 i140 was approved and i was in process of uh, downgrading it to eb3 and uh, now the dates have moved again did you see, what did you decide your priority date was september 2013 okay keep going right and uh, uh, in the june's uh, bulletin the dates have moved ahead to september 2014 and my date is current mm-hmm. and i was in process of downgrading to ev3 and now have an approved ev2 and uh, in uh, in process ev3 i140 can i enter mm-hmm. file under ev2 so you you do not have the ev3 i140 approved no but i have the current uh, the under the priority you told, date is you told me you you, t- you told me that 
If you want to interfile, we strongly recommend to get the EB3 I-140 approved. And the okay. premium processing they're accepting right now. Right, thanks. Next person, please. If you want to refile, you don't need that I-140 approval. But if you want to interfile, you need that I-140 approval. Next person, please. Hello? Hello? Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, sorry, Rahul. Uh, earlier I had asked a question. So I uh, just want to follow up. I forgot, sorry, I'm driving. So if you're, uh, yeah. Uh, so um, so my, my 485J shows it's approved. Um, and just a reminder, basically it was a DB, EB3 downgrade. 140 was approved. So and you it, upgraded? It in. Yeah, no, not, not upgraded actually. It was interfile with 485J uh, to yeah. move to move it back to EB2. Before the alert, the internal guidance came out that we need to upgrade not expire. So, okay, your 485J has been approved. Okay. Can I, what can is I the continue? Question? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So my question is, if there is a delay and let's say um, it takes about a month or whatever, is it worth to apply for an upgrade now into EBT, EB2 and then interfile or would you suggest we not to, like you just wait until the whole thing is approved? If Does it mean the, the EB2? Yeah. I got it. If you have the 485J under EB2 conversion approved though, I would not mm -hmm. do anything if I were you. Okay, just wait. Okay. Right. Got okay, it. I would not read. Right. Okay. I would Thank not interfile it either. Next person, please. Thanks. Imran. Hello, sir. Uh, thank you for. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Imran, yeah, go ahead. thank you for taking my call. Uh, so, two weeks ago, uh, I did my uh, my company did the interfiling from. Uh, EB3 to EB2. So I don't want to explain the earlier story. It's the same 2020 filers, mm -hmm. EB3 and the same thing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I didn't do my medical interfiling. I didn't send my medical before. So for the EB3 ago, For EB3 also, I, I never sent my medical. Okay, go ahead. So uh, now they did uh, interfile from EB3 to EB2 two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Before that, mm -hmm. they did my EB2 uh, premium processing. Uh, mm -hmm. which got approved. Now my question is, so one week ago, I got a, uh, at least uh, two days before the interfiling, I got a, a status update that my case got transferred to NBC uh, mm -hmm. and it got under new jurisdiction FO. I contacted mm -hmm. uh, the customer service, uh, USCIS. They said it is under NBC, but it has not been transferred to any uh, field office yet. So my question is, should I send... Should I prepare for medical interfiling? What is the next step? And, uh, or should I wait? If I were you, RRB? if I were you, if I were you, I would do medical interfiling to NBC. NBC? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, uh, it may, I it's a hit the... and miss. It's a hit and miss. Yeah. You speak with them. They'll tell different thing. 50% of yeah. the time we're seeing success stories. 50% of the time we, we don't, we, it doesn't reach the file. That's it. That's my recommendation. So, so should I should I send one to NBC, one to Texas, and keep one copy for myself, or just send it to NBC and keep a separate copy for myself? I would do the second one. Next person, please keep send okay, one to NBC, you. one keep one copy, so that if you get an RFE, you can respond. Next person, thank please. you, sir. Adunika. Uh, hi, 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 Rahul. My my name is Zafar. Uh, 
I'm in H1 status and I'm currently in India. I got married in last year, December. So mm-hmm. my spouse, uh, my spouse went for a uh, H4 stamping today. And they, when they asked me how they don't know me, they, sh- they she told me that uh, I'm her first cousin and we are first. Oh cousins. come on! Yeah. Um, I put a lot of videos on this. You should have contacted me before, though. The yeah, problem is the way the uh, the damage is done now. Uh, people need to consult before they do any steps, though. Um, I may not be much help right now, though, because a lot of the first cousins who marry, they contact me. When the USCIS, when the officer asks, I tell them what to respond. I tell them okay. that uh, it's an arranged marriage, okay, which is true. Oh. They don't have to tell the first cousins. They can tell all other things. I know him. Yeah, it's an arranged. They can say it's an arranged marriage, and in India, if you tell them it's an arrangement, they're they're not going to ask questions. But right now, uh, you can have a consultation, but there is not much I can do for you, though. You you may lose your four hundred dollars that you paid to me. Okay. Next person, please. Neeraj. Hey, thanks for uh, giving me this opportunity. My question is: Guys, if you are uh, if you are a newcomer, if you are a newcomer, you mm-hmm. need to put the camera on. Let our team know you are a newcomer, guys. Good, uh, Neeraj. Yeah, thanks, Rahul. So, my uh, let me give you a little background on this. Uh, so, I'm on H1B, and my last extension, which was filed, was on 2020. Okay, and that time I was having max out time was like 20 months, approximately. now i am very near to max out i have only 80 days remaining correct and i've got my i140 approved last month just 3 weeks ago ah. i got i140 approved okay Thank slam you. dunk yeah so the last extension which was done in 2020 they gave me extension or or approval notice which is like beyond my 6 year term like i'm going to expire i would i i would file an amendment plus extension i don't want to rely on that approval Right. Because, because mm-hmm. I don't know how your lawyer requested each matter requested. So I normally tell people that they do the fault, we do the fault, you do the fault, you will be fault, you will be in trouble. Exactly. That's I why just I... wanted you to file mm-hmm. an extension, and if it is expiring more than six months from now, file an amendment plus extension. Yeah, it is like you know, uh, uh, expiring like December twenty twenty three. So it's like one and a half year from now. I know. File an amendment mm-hmm. plus extension. What is an amendment? Last time your salary was ninety five thousand dollars and six hundred. This time it's ninety five thousand dollars six hundred and five. Got you. Okay. So that can make my case like going with amendment plus the extension, extension based yes. on my I one forty, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Thanks so much. Next person, please. Hi Rahul. Um, so I have a situation here wherein my H four EAD is expiring March of twenty twenty three. My husband moved into a new job, and his H one B filed through the new employer is valid until February twenty twenty four. So, mm-hmm. and his new company is yet to file the perm. So my question mm-hmm. to you is. Uh, can I go ahead? Am I eligible for the auto extension of 
540 days or should I have to wait for his new employer to have the I-140 file and then that getting approved? Absolutely not required to have your husband's new employer file and I-140 approved. But when is your H-4 expiring? My H-4 is expiring um, March of 2024, just as his new H-1B. Why didn't you file the EAD extension though? Um, I was not very sure, Rahul. That is the reason I thought I will check with okay. you. Or, you know, when, is, when is your EAD expiring? My EAD expires March of 2023. I still okay. have about seven, eight months. Yeah. So, so as soon as you come into the six months mark, you need to file the EAD extension. Okay. Okay. Then only okay. you are eligible for the 540 days. Okay. Okay. So if probably you don't in file a month. EAD extension, if you don't file a EAD extension, you're not eligible for 540 days. Okay. So maybe in a month or two, if I file, then automatically I get the 540 days extension. And I you're don't right. have to pressurize, you know, my husband to get in touch with his uh, company to have the I-140 fight. No, not needed. Okay. That is not okay. even needed. He can file one more extension also. I'm assuming that I-140 has been approved for more than 180 days before your husband left the job. That is correct. Yes. Next it was person. approved Next. as of 2016. Next one person. more question, Rahul. Uh, can I have the perm filed through your uh, you know, services or should I have to go, should my husband have to go through his new employer? It is always good to go with the company's lawyer only, not outside lawyers, especially okay. for perm. Okay. For okay. your EAD Perfect. and certain other things, it's different. Next. Thank person. you so much, Rahul. Yeah. Ashwin. Uh, hi, Rahul. How are you? So I'm a F1 good. student on CPT now and uh, I'm going to uh, apply for my OPT in a few months. But uh, two days ago, I ran into trouble with the cops. Like they got, I got arrested for DUI. So I was under the legal limit, which is 0 0.03. So I didn't uh, post charges yet. So uh, let's say if they give me a class C misdemeanor, which is the lowest uh, for DUI. So when, what am I looking at? Or will this hamper my OPT application? No, it will not hamper your OPT application. Um, you may get an email from the USCIS saying that your visa has been canceled, uh, but that still doesn't affect you. You can still stay in this country. You will not have any problem, okay? But when you go to India, though, you will have to go through extra medical session before you get the visa stamping. That's a problem there. Okay. When you get the green card, though, they will interview you before you get the green card. But... Will you have any problem in getting a green card? I don't think so. Okay, okay. And the second one is, you know, I have an issue with my passport where the name, I don't have a surname. So I want to split my name into a surname. It's, it's all my name is in the given section. So my under documentation. The, the you know, the best part of doing it is just pay a lawyer like a thousand dollars or so. He will do the name change in the district court and then everybody has to salute it. Oh, is it? Okay. Because, you yeah. know, it's FNU in all the documents. Uh, so I know. I know. The yeah. best thing is go to a lawyer, name change, find some lawyer, pay $1,000. They'll just file a case in federal court. And then the federal court, the judge won't even look at it. He just signs it. Okay. okay. Uh, and that's it. The court order comes in. Now everybody has to, oh, it's a court order. You don't. So how about I-94 and no visa and all that? When you go for the extension, you try to extend do the changes at that time. You don't okay. have to do it immediately. Okay, that's after like three three years. I mean, if, if I'm not wrong. Whenever whenever the time comes. Okay. So yeah, that when was you only... H1B, 
when you yeah. file the h1b you show the court order hey my last name is my first name is this my last name is and then that's it they'll just take it okay and also i've spoken to few friends who had dui but they didn't get any visa information or revoked so do you think you know uh, i, know. I don't your your passport visas are automatically cancelled you cannot travel on it okay so is it for sure or it's uh, i have to check with uh, no 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 you are not traveling on that if you want yeah. you can have a private consultation after okay. paying 400 dollars i'll tell the same thing next person please yep thanks arpit arpit hello yes, hi uh, rahul uh, i have a question uh, mm-hmm. so with my current current employer uh, uh, i have eb3 i140 approved and uh, i485 which was filed in november of uh, 2020 uh, with my previous employer i have uh, what's your what's your prior date february 2014 mm-hmm. so with the previous employer i have uh, i140 eb2 which was approved mm-hmm. uh, right so mm-hmm. uh, i wanted to ask you this question uh, is it better to uh, uh, interfile a refile through the previous employer now that my priority date is currently eb2 what what do you recommend yeah if the previous employer is willing to do it why not so yeah so the question is between interfiling or uh, refiling fresh uh, i485 uh i want you to watch this one though it's, it's the same thing is applicable for you okay okay and uh, I, there's I, a march update yeah in the recent videos you mentioned that the interfiling request filed in january uh, not much movement have happened um uh, uh, so it's a little bit different though now uh, I, i got today okay. one got approved okay so interfiling is uh, working equally at the same same speed as i would say uh, no i would not, i would not say equally though i would not say equally but it's okay so uh, it's, it's I want you to watch this video and, and make a choice. Okay, next person, please. Okay, thanks. Sunita, uh, Rahul, uh, my voice is breaking. I am October twenty twenty. and i 140 is not up uh next person sunita i can't hear you next person please sorry sorry vinit hey rahul this is vinit can you hear me yes vinit hey rahul uh, it's a quick question priority date is september 2013 my mm-hmm. eb2 140 was approved I downgraded to EB3. I have uh, EB3 140 and 485 both approved last year itself. Now well, the situation your 485 is, is not approved. Your 485 is oh, not sorry approved. not approved. Uh, sorry, it's uh, past 180. I 140. Days. I 140 yes. is approved. Correct. Okay. 140 approved and 485 has. Uh, it's only six months uh, since I got it. Now the situation is I have to change a job. Right, actually next one month. i've got a good job offer if i down or if i upgrade to eb2 now that 180 days clock does it restart that's the what they're telling clock. that's what they're telling i want you to watch the video we made yesterday 
I watched it quite a few times. <laughs> That's all. There's nothing more we can tell other than that. You can have a private consultation, then we'll go through more depth though. But I can't go okay. more than 10 minutes right now. Okay. 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 Thanks, Rahul. Next person. Thanks for your time. Yep. Yeah. Deep. Um, hey, Rahul. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes. Um, so I, I'm having like quick questions. So basically, like I'm currently like based in UK since three years, but I was in US earlier on H1B. Uh, so currently I have my own private limited company in UK. Um, but I work for one of the vendor, like who is basically like in US, so it's basically contract, like company to company contract. And they're willing to file my green card actually from here itself, like basically I-140 and all so that they can utilize my H1B cap exempt. Now the question mm -hmm. comes, uh, I have like closer to 12, of, 12 years of experience, basically with the two big companies almost, but now I just started this process, my own company, like three months back. So now when it, will come to skill later or showing my own relationship with my company. I just wanted to be like show as a technical role, which, which that was the role of mine earlier as well. Right. So now mm -hmm. how, I will, how I will show like employer employee relationship because I'm the employer and I'm also the employee uh, currently of my company. Who is asking to show the employer employee relationship? You mean to say the company which is filing the green card is you are the same. You own the company that is filing the green card. No, 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 no. So they are the different company, but I actually work in UK for you. The, so you like, have a company, in, you, you have a company in England, is that right? Yes, that's right. So, yeah. so who is asking employer employee relationship? Who's asking I the question? Yeah. So I think normally like when I start the process, right. They will ask for the skill letter, right. That's what I have like the skill letter from the previous employers. So now in my mm -hmm. case, how can I write my own skill letter? So, uh, uh, you, if the position requires five years experience though, you don't need to provide more than five years experience. No. Typically, no position requires more than five years experience when we file the green card application. So you said you have 10 years experience. Though. Yeah, I have those two letters years. are enough. Yeah. Those two letters are enough. You don't need a letter from you. Okay. Okay. And when it comes to my current employment, right, from my own company, do you think like any, any specific documents will be needed from my own company? No, docu no documents are required. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Next, next person. Next person, please. Chitranjan. Chitranjan. Okay. This is the last guy we'll take guys, but I will yeah, answer yeah. the questions. If you leave it to in the, in the everybody, if you're going to leave it to me, the, the one that you're seeing me, you won't get a response. If you give it to everybody, then I'm going to answer the question guys. Hey Rahul. Uh, uh, th there are people are not seeing everybody, everyone's option there. Can you check on that? But if not, guys, I'm going to give you the test one. I can see where, if you send to that one, I'll see that. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, hey Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So uh, my priority date uh, is current now in EB2, which is 2014 April. So what happened in that uh, my employer has, uh, I mean, I changed my employer now. So employer A has initiated my EV2 and then I downgraded in 2020 to EV3 and I got the EAD. So now I changed two months back, I changed my employer. And now since my EV2 date is current, uh, my current employer cannot do anything because EV2 and EV3 with my previous employer, right? So mm -hmm. if I will, if I can my previous employer do the interfiling, uh, if, if yes, if this, he can, he can. And, and do I need to work with them or just they can do and then, I mean. That's, that's their option. 
Okay, so it's, even if I'm not working with them, USC, USC is not going to ask anything with them that, I mean, this employer, no, employer is... No, okay, sir. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. okay, thank you so much, Rahul. Yeah. Let me go. My current employer filed EB3, got promoted, eligible for EB2. Is a good time to move to a new employer and have them file an EB2 or stay with the current employer, have them file an EB2. Will there be any differences who is filing the EB2 petition? No, there's no difference who is filing the EB2 petition. Just because you got a promotion, you don't have to file the EB2. Uh, oh, yeah, I see. I, I see the reason why. Uh, I see the reason why uh, you're speaking about that, Chandra. Um, Chandra, it's okay to have your current employer file an EB2 though. I see the reason because you don't have the five years experience. Now you gain the five years experience. It's okay to go with the current employer. You don't have to move out to a different employer to file an EB2. My spouse file is still in Texas, though. Um, if you want to file the medical, though, send it separately. Where your wife sees, send it to her application, uh, her medical, and yours is NBC, you send it to your application. Uh, Arun, I will. Uh, you can send the medicals to NBC if you want to, or you can do one other thing. Um, get two copies of the medical. Send one to Kendall, Florida, um, field office, and one to NBC. That probably will be much better. My H-1B extension is approved. My visa will expire in 15 days. I travel back to USA. Why are do you see any issues in traveling? Visa is about to expire. Oh my goodness. Ah, Asmat, I would not do that thing though. I would not do that. 15 days, no, I would not do that. It's risky, especially if you're flying for Abu Dhabi airport. I got my 4H and RFE from NBC at the same time. Do I need to sign 485J suffering from the current sign to respond? Uh, can I send the previous submit 485J from March 22? No, have them freshly signed. Don't take the risk. And if you got an RFE from them for the 485J though, it's a good news. If your final action dates are current though, most probably you'll get the green card immediately. Applied, uh, Srikant, uh, uh, my parents, B2 and for expert applied extension, but it's given, can the parents can stay in USA? while application is in process. Yes, they can stay, uh, assuming, um, uh, assuming uh, that the, you requested the extension. Let's say for example, if their uh, I-94 is expiring in June, you, you only requested for four months. They can't stay beyond four months, but up to the four months they can stay. Company A filed, uh, company. Yeah, you can send the medicals. Ignore Emma. Ravi, that's a very lengthy description for me to read. If I change job within 180 days of interval, is there a chance of... Um, Prashant, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so that the 485 can be denied. That's my opinion, though. Uh, but there is a 50% chance that... Uh, uh, there's a 50% chance 
that uh, there's a 50% chance that the you may be stuck with EB3. If, Prashant, if you get an RFE, though, the lawyer will give the RFE to you, even if you are not working for the company. Sruti, can you make sure you're listening to me properly, though? Because I put my thing off. Um, Sruti, can you hear me? Uh, Gayatri, can you hear me? Sorry. Gayatri, can you hear me? Okay, thank you, Chandra. Uh, my priority date is uh, seven, and my priority date is January 2014. Downgraded, yes. Change jobs in May 2003. If I interfile through old employer and jet GC, I'm obligated to work for the old employer. Can I still continue work for the new employer? You can continue work, working for the new employer, and it won't have any problem in you getting the in your green card or in you um, in you getting the green card or in you. Uh, in your green card will not be in trouble, your citizenship will not be in trouble. My previous employer with whom I have I-140 is not willing to find I-485J. Can my current employer sign 485J? No. Um, no, they cannot file it. You'll have to wait. If they're not willing to file, sign the 485J, check with them. If you go back to them, they will sign. You should go back. Uh, or you have to wait for the new employer to actually uh, to actually, uh, uh, you have to go to the new employer. Uh, you have to wait until new employer is going to file and get an I-140 approval. Pradeep, company A filed AOS, EB2 to EB3, of course, moved to company B in January using his, now my prior date is, is current. I'm planning to move to company A and interfile to EB2. Would there be any complications if I move to company C if priority date retrogresses? My main question is that if the company A files, interfiles, when you move to company C, would you wait for six months or would you move within six months? If you wait for six months, then you don't have a problem. If you don't want to wait for six months, I want you to watch the video that we made yesterday on that. I'm going to give that video to you guys again to watch it. Yeah, Neha, they, they can travel here in September and they don't have to leave in November of 2022. If their I-94 is valid for six months, they can stay for six months. Uh, my EB3 filed in 2000 and approved with company in March, but earlier company A is taken over by company B. Now my EB2 with company A is current. How can I proceed though? Well, if the company A is not existing anymore, assuming that the new company is a successor of interest, that means that they are responsible for everything, you can actually have the EB2 amendment filed and get the EB to I-140 approved, then interfile. That will be the very best process though. No, only HR Bhavin, you can't have a manager sign. That will be considered as fraud, he will lose his job. He may even go to jail. You and your lawyer will go to jail too. Uh, my parents' visitors visa is expiring in April. Can they go for visa renewal now? 
it's more than six months. Uh, I don't think so they can go within six months. That's my understanding on that. I don't know why all the things are going to Kendall, uh, Florida, though. Uh, I don't know why they are going there. Uh, no, there is no way we can change that, Prashant. A tourist, uh, Anita, my senior citizen mom lives in India. Her tourist visa expires next week. Her drop was refused last week. She has an interview in few days. She has no overstay violation. What does this mean? I don't know why they call sometimes. Um, Maybe they get confused. Maybe there is something that is not filled properly, uh, but not much to worry about it, Anita. Uh, my uh, I-140 premium was received on May 13 and yet to get the premium update in uh, USA. How long do you think so it takes to update though? May 13th, yeah, it may take about one and 10 days approximately. My priority date current since eight months. Now my H-1B is up for renewal. My company is taking time to apply for I-485. It may take another few months. What? Why is it taking more five mo few months though? Pradeep, there's something very, very, very wrong with your company though. I mean, absolutely wrong with that company. You can still get a H-1B extension. Probably they will only give for one year, but you need to explain why you didn't file the 485 application at all. There is absolutely wrong with your company though. If the final action dates, uh, when you see, if the final action dates are current though, absolutely something wrong. You may want to have a private consultation, check with this company and probably you need to move out of the company though. That's a too long period to file a 485 application. Vidya Pradeep, what is the proof for the auto extensions? I don't know your question, Vidya. I couldn't understand what your question was. The previous center has approved in December 2016. I couldn't understand your question. When I check the mention the minute. Uh, when I change the job, I get an RFE with a, uh, which attorney should respond. Um, the, if you change the job though, the lawyer will give you the RFE to you and tell you to take to any lawyer. You can come to us or you can go to any other lawyer. They will, we will respond and any other lawyer can be easily responding to that. But your lawyer, your existing lawyer, just because you change the company though, he's not going to hide the RFA from you. Uh, his license will be in danger. I mean, we just give the RFA to them. Hey, you know, go wherever you want to. We want to present you, that's all. But we'll give them an RFA. We, we tell them to confirm that they receive the RFA. Uh, and, and until then we don't, leave them on the phone, we harass them. Make sure that you, you, you got the RFP and then, and then we make sure that you are going to respond by yourself. Uh, Vidya, the, the uh, auto extension of the EAD, you just need to give them the website. That's all, there's not much you can do about it. You just give them the websites. Uh, I will give you those web links where you can share it with them, okay? Uh, I, I don't have it handy now, but you can just skip the USCIS website. That's all, and they will they will honor it. They will honor it. It's a it's a it's a I nine requirement. They're good. Thank you guys for coming in the next conference call. Will be two tomorrow. Sorry, we contact this all the people. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.